Hi, welcome to the uh, podcast edition of the radio show. Leave it on for your dogs. I'd like to be the number one radio show for dogs in the 419. Can we make that happen? Stardust. Music sounds better. Uh, Alex and I actually just wrapped up the podcast. Let me tell you what's coming up. Janet Amid is back. We haven't spoken to Janet in far too long. After that, uh, some mask discussion. Uh, actually, bef- in between Janet and masks. Um, why I don't have an interest in dating right now. And it's not what my therapist thinks it is. Today was a therapy visit. But no EMDR or DBT yet. Uh, after masks, can you separate the art from the artists? Are you still listening to R. Kelly songs? And uh, that will tail into some other things that I think will make you question some of the things in your life. Let's get to the podcast today. Tomorrow, I have David Briggs lined up from The Blade. David David is an incredible writer. Read his, read his work and it will feel completely different from any other local journalist. He has incredible prose. That's tomorrow. We'll do Bethany as well. It's Alex and I and Janet now. Thank you very much for being here. How are you feeling? I took an 800 milligram ibuprofen, so I actually feel a lot better. 800 milligrams. Yeah, my doc gave it to me for special occasions. Can I, um, leave, can I leave this part on the podcast so I don't have to edit it? Yeah, I don't care. Okay. So I, um, I feel like maybe I had a migraine so bad it was making me nauseous. <laughs> it was awful. Like my hands were tingling and everything. Not to dismiss your pain, but at long last, the astrologer to the common folk. <laughs> the You're ast- so funny. The astrologer to the media, but maybe more importantly than anything else, Rory Moon's Aunt Janet is on the radio, well, the podcast. Isn't he the cutest little thing on this earth? Yes. If there's one he- thing I like more than you sending me nudes, it's Rory Moon pictures. I love him. I get to babysit him. I get to dog sit him, and he is so freaking doggone spoiled. You have no idea. You have no idea what I do for that dog. I do. I love the pictures. And honestly, truly, I have missed you. I missed you too, my little bud. Hi, Janet. I miss seeing you. You can hear Alex, I miss you too. There we go. There we go. Um, I do. It's not the same. Oh, my gosh. It's awful. You know, right as, uh, in December, I was allowed to have people come back in. But then um, ah. then the next Greek alphabet letter hit, and uh, everybody got kicked out. But hopefully soon I'll be able to get you back in here so we can do some face-to-face and you can bring me coffee. I love that because I love talking to people, you know, like face-to-face. and Well, we don't really do face-to-face, but you know what I mean, that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? I do, I do. So, um, where are we, astrology wise? We've hit uh, we're, we're two weeks in, two two weeks in into. Oh my uh, gosh! Well, well, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of stuff hitting the fan. Watching my language here, but there's a lot of things hitting the fan. Jupiter, the planet that rules opportunity, has just moved into the sign of Pisces since last year. So, for people born under certain signs like Pisces, um, uh, Taurus, which is you, um, you know. Uh, 
uh, cancers and just certain people are really getting hit in a good way. It's much more favorable, I would say. It's a lot better than what it was. So, but, but other, you know, there's other things going on. Venus represents love, romance, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, that's in a retrograde right now. So with Venus being retrograde, Venus rules love and romance, it's causing a major hurdle with everything hitting up, you know, with people born under uh, Capricorn, um, especially Capricorn, Libra, Aries, Cancer. So even though we have this beautiful aspect of this, you know, this Jupiter in Pisces, which is ethereal, sensitive, balancing those born under, you know, earth signs and water signs, we still have this this sort of like aspect with Venus retrograde since December 18, ending January 29. And then on top of it, holy moly, Friday, tomorrow, Mercury goes into retrograde. That stays there till February 4 of 2022. That sucks sewer water big time. So we're feeling a lot of this, this angst, as, you know, as, as we would put it. It's not been very easy. So we, you know, Mercury, I, I would say in all honesty to sum it up, we're going to feel better probably after February 4 of 2022. It's going to be a little easier. Two weeks. Yep, we got we to survive two weeks. We have to survive two weeks, and we have to also realize that, you know, without, you know, without these aspects, they don't force us to really pay attention to what's really going. Sometimes we have to have these little hurdles to make us become more positive about life in general, so for sure. What, but these, what about the general? But you should be feeling good. What about the general outlook for the year? I think the year is going to be pretty good. I, I feel like we're getting away from all this chaos with the whole COVID thing. I, I, I mean, yes, we have this other outbreak and all these things are happening. But as long as people are cautious and taking care of themselves, I mean, I don't know how you are about, you know, the, the, the shots and all that. I've had a booster shot. I've had the vaccine. And people are like, I don't know if I should do that. You know, you do what you have to do to survive. That's the bottom line. And you do what you have to do. It, to be smart. I mean, like I said, I'm a, I was on the fence with it, too. But I believe that sometimes, you know, I don't think the government's out to get us. I don't get that. I just feel like we just, I mean, I, I don't really feel that, but I do think the government's crazy. No question. I have my issues with it. But I will say that I think it's, it was the lesser of two evils, getting the shot or not getting the shot. What's the lesser when you stop and think about the outcome? So bottom line, you know, you kind of do what you have to do. But I, I, I do feel like there's, I think we're going to lessen astrologically with all this chaos, because if you go back to 2020, that's when all this started. And it, like I said before, even during the whole COVID I issue, the, the same thing was happening with the bubonic plague, Spanish flu, all these wars and things. It was a Jupiter-Pluto thing that was hitting. And we, we had that in 2020, occurring HIV. All these things were happening with a Ju Jupiter-Pluto. Jupiter rules of expansion. Pluto's, the, you know, the planet of unearthing issues. When they come together, we have all this crazy stuff. So now Jupiter's in Pisces. No longer, um, it's in sextile, which means harmonious to Pluto. So we should start seeing a little relief with this as we progress into the year. And especially as we start getting closer to uh, the beginning of next year, March 2023 through 2025, I think it's going to be an emergence of some of this easiness kicking in. But we do have a retrograde at the end of the year, which we'll talk about that at the end of the year with that. But that's going to be a little chaotic, but that's another story altogether. Okay. Lot to say. I, I do not have any uh, any uh, listener submissions, but I do have a couple of birthdays I want to run by you. Alex, what was your birthday again? I, I, I forget. 
<laughs> that's okay. It's uh, March 29th. Of 80... 90. Nine, that's right. You old... Um, Do you know your I time know. at birth, Alex? Um, I think I was 3.20 a.m. All right, so, Janet, if you could take that and tell me how that would match up with August 1st of 1979. Is that your significant other's birthday, sweetie? Uh, oh, just humor me here. It's, it's not Thomas's, <laughs> so just humor me. <laughs> Oh, my God. You know I have to have details. Jeez. You know how I am? I know. Holy triple moly. Is. You can't just throw something at me and then not expect me to understand what it is. I'm a freaking doggone Sagittarius, for God's sake. Let's just say if Alex were to ever commit some type of sexual violence, it would be against this person because <laughs> she wouldn't be able to control herself. So, again... Violence. Yes. One of the things I want to say to you, I, I want to say this to you, is that you are a very, very independent person when it comes to everything. And, and you, you, you and I have very identical uh. charts, almost identical. <laughs> Even though we have different years and different signs, we are identical. You are a creature of habit. No wonder I like you, because you, you're a little mini-me. So one of the things <laughs> that I would say, you live in your head a lot. You're whoa, very introspective. Whoa, whoa, ho- hold on. What does Holy moly, ha- what? What does this have to do with August 1st of 1979? I want to explain to her about why she is so private and doesn't like people in her stuff. She's a very mm. independent person, and she's very humanitarian, very sweet. But I would say with the August 1st per- person, is it? The, I mean, this person... This person has a lot of mommy issues. I don't know what that's all about. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, very sensitive, very extreme. Um, mm. You guys have some differences about money sometimes, that kind of thing. We don't know the time at birth with this person. No. But this person could be very hardworking, funny, good sense of humor, um, very very expressive to you. I can't see you being enemy to this person. I would say that... Um, I would I would like this individual, but but very intense when it comes to money and security. But again, we don't know the time of birth because that gives the time of birth. As I said before, is an MRI, clear mm. MRI. Birth date is a very blurry X-ray. You have mm. to understand that. So I don't know this person's time at birth to see where all the broken fractures are and bones and all that. But I like this individual, but I love your chart because you're a mini-me. So I love it. Yeah. So yeah. I would say this person is um, very committed, partnership-oriented. You kind of have similar philosophies of life to some degree. You know, but you're extremely uh, private, and you're very, you like your own money, your own time. You're on this. You're very mm. self-sufficient. You like your mind, but you just have some problems sleeping at night because it shows that you kind of your mind kind of goes a million, zillion, trillion miles a minute. I do. I do. I, I actually sleepwalk sometimes when I'm anxious I about know, something. I see it. I see it. I didn't see the sleepwalking, <laughs> but I saw the the disturbance in the sleep patterns here. Mm-hmm. And you're questionable about kids. I don't know whether you want to have children. You're questionable. Do I want mm-hmm. that? Blah blah blah. But I can see this person would be somebody you could have. I'm assuming it's a guy you could have kids with because you guys would be. He he would be a really good dad. But he's he's got this thing about his mom. I don't know what that's all about. Jesus. Well, but anyway, maybe Alex should work on getting a better night's sleep because the only way she's going to have Jason Momoa in her bed is if it's in her <laughs> dreams. Is that him? He has separated <laughs> from his wife. You remember Lisa Bonet, right? 
Well, of course I do. That was from, yeah. But this is his chart. We don't know. But he is not easy, though. He's a nice guy, good, good looking. But, man, this guy is not easy. You I know, mean, it's I funny you his... said that. I heard he was raised by, like, his grandma and not his mom. There you go. I didn't even know that. See how good I am? Doggone it. But I, I just feel like he is not easy at all. But, and he, he's very good looking, but I don't think he's my type. I like the skinny Jewish guys. But, um, we, weren't but asking, he's, yeah. we weren't asking about you. This was for Alex because that, that is her. Well, we, Hold on. Well, you want to know what kind of guys I like? I said skinny Jewish guys no, I, that are older, like about, you know, in their 50s and whatever. No, whatever, I, didn't, so. I, didn't, I didn't ask that at all. But I do know oh, that... Oh. Jason Momoa is Alex's dream guy, so much so that she, she got a, a diet version of him. And uh, now, I mean, at least legally, there's a chance for Alex. But according to you in Alex, astrology, no chance. Alex, he's not, he's not, you would be, a, you would be sort of compatible with him. Like as far as like, you know, hanging out because he falls into your relationship house, which means that you have all your stuff in your personal house. But I don't. I don't think he's at all that. I mean, he's good looking and everything, but when I see when I look at a chart, I automatically feel the person's energy. And mm. to me, he'd be a nightmare to be married to, big time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he would maybe. be. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I thought you're engaged. I am to another man, to wait, the the well, better of the two. Say. Whoa, wait a second. You, well, first of all, you don't know that, and two, Janet, I I can. I can affirm that Alex would quickly become unengaged if she had the opportunity to go on a date with Jason Momoa. I would never. I would never. You I would never. Whore. I would never leave my T-bone for Aquaman. No, no, I can't see that with her. She's too loyal. She's too loyal. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Can't happen. So, nope. so, Alex, if Jason Momoa invited you to dinner and you felt chemistry, or even if he just like. <laughs> Showed up to a recording of the podcast one day and took all his clothes off. He'd be like, "I'm engaged. I'm sorry." That's what I thought. I don't think so. I can't. I I don't think she's oh. like that. She's she's not. And, and Alex is very independent when it comes to love. Anyway, she loves her guy, but she's also highly independent. She has her own mind. You can tell that on her chart. This chick is in her own mind. She's not going to do anything. I don't care who it is. Nope. To my nope. own detriment. I mean, to, Eric knows this. To my own detriment. Like, sometimes I'm like, listen, buddy, I had a good life before I met you, so you have got to make my life either as great as it was or better. Yep. <laughs> like, you know, anyway. Jeez. But I, I don't know. Jason, of course, in a, in a movie, maybe, but this this is life and not a movie, and... I I already have my guy, so I can't leave him for Jason Momoa. You totally maybe, can. Plus, I think he cheated on Lisa Bonet. I think he cheated on her. Although, oh, he from better what I not have. She's a little bit of a nightmare too. And and if Tom if Thomas didn't give you a pass for Jason Momoa, I bet he would. Exactly. Did you just hear what I said, or did you just ignore yes. what I said? We ignored it. <laughs> Lisa Bonet needs to get back with Lenny Kravitz. I really like that union anyway. I like him. He was pretty. Mm -hmm. He was pretty darn good. He was a nice guy. Right. I liked him, but he had his issues too. But I, but I do think that there is a, um, there's definitely a. I can see why you'd be drawn to this guy, this Momoa dude, um, because he he really does have sort of like this appeal. There's no mm -hmm. question. There's a, he's he's attractive, but I don't know. I'm not I'm not feeling it here. You know what I mean? He's okay. All right, we, he's not. We gotta run. 
It was great to catch up. I was just uh, getting on board with my information. All right, whatever. Next week, hopefully. Yes, yes, yes. We'll connect and get you on the calendar again, and I'll get some people to submit some questions so you can see Bye, their Alex. lives. Goodbye. Great talking Bye. to you. Bye, sweeties. What a woman. Uh, she's sweet. That's so funny. As soon as you said the date of birth, I knew exactly what you were getting at. That's hilarious. I don't know, though. First of all, I have to say I would never leave Thomas for Jason Momoa. No, you but, don't. Uh, I do have to say that, but also life is like not a movie. So I'm not, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's like life. And what if I leave for Jason Momoa and then he's a dickhead? It's worse than Thomas's ability to be a dickhead. That's, that's the risk you take for the pinnacle of beauty in your eyes. And it's easier to have this discussion than... I mean, because I think that this is probably not an uncommon relationship chat, like the, the hall pass nonsense. I think somebody would rather your, your significant other, even if they were maybe the jealous type, they'd much rather have this, who was your celebrity hall pass, rather than, you know, I saw the neighbor outside today. and Because that, that could really happen. That's true. That is true. Um, I do have an evergreen. So I don't have much today. Um, if you don't, um, I have an evergreen topic, but I do want to run today's counseling session by you. Oh, do Uh, tell. I I wanted to cancel because, um, I want to wait to get to the other, the EMDR and some DBT, um, rather than just maybe go around in circles or spin wheels or dig deeper into things that we don't have to keep talking about, uh, with, with Pam. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do not, not necessarily today's session, but I do think that my 60 minutes plus would be good, good entertainment. It would make for a good Netflix show. Um, but today we were going around in circles cause, uh, what does she call it? Uh, anhedonia, anhedonia, like an, an inability to enjoy things. Mm-hmm. It's very much my life. I'm feeling mm-hmm. much better since uh, my doctor upped my my prestige. I'm more stable now. I don't want to go to bed cool. every night and then not wake up. Now I just I'm back to the normal of the normal malaise. And I told her I don't have an interest in dating. Um, I can't spark myself to go do it just because I've like I'm just not gonna I, I, how I'm currently constructed. I don't think I can function in a relationship. And I, she doesn't know my whole dating history. You know Mar- far more than she does. And she was going down the route of, you know, just because it hasn't worked in the past doesn't mean it's not going to work now. I'm like, I know, you think that I'm just giving you like an automatic negative thought, but ho- hold on a second. Like, this is not like a tiny, sa- this is not small sample size theater. Like, this is expansive. This is a catalog of, of a library yeah. we can dive into. And what I was trying to get at was, like, I'm here now so that we can work on things so that I may actually one day to be, be able to have a functional, satisfying relationship. Because right, right now, I don't want to, she, she's like, is it, is it, are you worried? Are you fearful? I'm like, yes, I'm fearful that I'm going to hurt someone else because I'm just me. And that's why I'm here. Um, and we were going down two different paths with that. So I don't have an interest in dating because... Um, so few few people as I'm currently constructed, I, I feel I can I can link with for any period of time. But she was going down the route of 
Just because it was bad before doesn't mean it'll be bad in the future. Okay, yes, I agree with that. But I also think there's something to say about not having an interest because you know that there's some self-work that you need to do so that when you do, like, so that inevitably, and eventually you will reach a point where you do have an interest and you maybe have a higher capacity to, like, sustain it, if that makes any sense. Yup, it's like, you know, video game, right? No, I'll do a sports reference. Um... So the Cavaliers, you you do know them. Um, they, they have been awful. They're awful every time LeBron leaves. So they've been awful since he left the, the last time. Um, they had some. They got some good draft picks, and Kevin Love has rediscovered himself. They're a better team now, so they're more. For, they're a more formidable opponent for the rest of the league. Mm-hmm. Me right now is when when LeBron left the Cavs. <laughs> me, me through therapy is with the revitalized Kevin Love and some good draft picks. Gotcha. So, and that's, and I, so I agree with that. I, I do think that I think you not having an interest in it right now isn't necessarily a bad thing. But I also agree with her in that you do have, you will have the capacity and you will find someone who will spark your interest too. Because so, for you, you have to be in the right place, like mentally, and you have to be interacting with the people that will spark your interest. Like, I think that you're a tough one to please. You're like a, you know, for you to get those lightning bolts and those butterflies, that's, is, is tough. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. The electricity. I, I had those lightning bolts. Um, in, in October, briefly. Yes, you did. Yes. And so that's why, I, but I've seen it. So I've seen it happen. And I think, honestly, though, like, I know you're not completely closed off to it because you may come across somebody that's giving you those lightning bolts and you're not ready for it. But it, but that's also something that can make the difference. So, I mean, I but, agree with her and I agree with you. But I do, to, to go back to what both of you, the, the negative thought route was, even with that and how brief that was, um, I can still sit here and go, even if that even if that electricity manifested into something, I would still have this fear that I'm gonna wind up like I've always wound up. Yeah. Like disinterested at some point, um, too crammed, just pick out enough things that, that make me go, ah, I wanna go back to is being single again but that's yeah. why i'm in therapy to fix that so i i agree i think do you would you say though you also like not only do you have a, a fear that you may hurt someone else but you also have a fear that it will just further validate that you've always said you're not a relationship person and you can't be in one i've never said that i have heard you say that a few times where it's just like it's not for me it's not going to happen for me and I just have to be okay with uh, that. I, uh, you have. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. But that's different. All right. What the sentiment that I meant was, it's going to be a challenge. And again, it hasn't really happened up until now. People are stunned that I'm like, what, when they're like, what's the longest relationship you've been? I'm like, I don't know, 10 months. Um, I, I want it, but I don't know if I can do it. Um, and somebody just asked me recently, they're like, do you tell people you go out with that this is who you are? Like, depending on where we get to in the conversation or the connection, I'm like, yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's fair to share who and what I am in any other way. I would be being dishonest. Yeah. No, I, 
I agree that, you know, I, I do agree, but I don't know if I don't, I don't like hold the same thoughts and you, nobody knows you better than you, but I think maybe some of us have maybe a little bit more faith in your, like what you will eventually or can sustain. Hold on one second. Hold on. Okay. Hi, sorry back. That's okay. Lots of cool music coming around. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, I don't, nobody knows me better than me. Yeah, nobody knows you better than you. So, like, I trust your input and your thoughts. But sometimes, maybe, I don't know, I find that maybe I have a little more hope and faith in in what your future may or may not hold, if that makes any sense. I always hate it when you've said that to me more than once. And every time I, I don't cringe for you, I just don't want that for you, you know? Sure, because I think it's human nature to be with someone. Now, whether it's human nature to be with someone so that you can spread your seed, um, I, I don't. I don't know that level of like physiology or anthropology. Um, and to to counter your point just a little bit, not not that I disagree, but I would add some more to it. Like nobody, know, and this applies to everybody. Nobody knows you like you, but you, as Janet alluded to, you can also get you can lose objectivity about yourself and other people around you. Because you're always you. Other people can provide you with a better perspective. And if you can mesh those two together, you can hopefully have good results. Right. I mean, there were some things about me that I didn't agree with that other people had come to, like, conclusions on. People that I trust, like, not just random people that I had to, like, come to. You know what I mean? Like, I had to come. I eventually came around to it, but it took, it was long. (laughs) It was a long road, and I fought them really hard on it. And eventually I'm like, okay, I can understand that. You know, but it was a combination of knowing myself, fighting for who I am, but also taking in feedback from people I care about. She also took note that I said, um... I, like, I don't get lonely. Like, boredom is my problem. Mm-hmm. Boredom is absolutely my my destructive albatross. Loneliness, not an issue. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just because I always have the dogs. I certainly have you and some other very close friends. But um, I can be alone. And she took note of that. And she tried to do some psycho stuff about... Maybe you are lonely and you just don't know it. I'm like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I can't answer that, but I know that that strikes um, people as as different because most people want to be around others. And I, and I told her this, and I think we, we've talked about this before. The world, as as we found out over the last twenty two months, the world is made for extroverts, not for people like us. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I think like maybe. You know what I mean? You do have company, but you have the company of your boredom, and that's just not—that's oh, that, just not fun. That's a—that's an excellent observation. Yeah, if I liked things and I that kept me from getting bored, I'd be, for lack of a better way to put it, cured. But don't have those. Um, let's let's move on. Um, can I throw you the evergreen topic, or is there anything rattling around in your brain you'd like to discuss? <laughs> Nothing but a migraine. So. <laughs> You can hit me with it. Let's do COVID things real fast. I don't think you should get an antibody test because I don't think it'll it'll do anything for you. Yeah, I don't you. care. Yeah, I don't care. I yeah. don't care. And I, I just find it miraculous. Like, that you haven't I, gotten it? I guess so. Like, I even, I, I don't know, like I'm vaccinated and boosted and I still think at some point I'm going to get it. And I just haven't yet, you know, and I've been like directly exposed, like 
a lot. And, you know, there really isn't, I'm not the greatest at wearing my mask to protect myself. And, um, I have been like wearing it a lot more now, but like, and I still haven't gotten it. And I'm like, what am I, you know, the Wonder Woman? Or you did get it and you've got vaccinations boosted, antibodies of different variants. And that's why I think the antibody test is a waste of money, which I, I do think you have to pay for them. Um, to find out what? That you had it, you have antibodies, and then you go, okay, maybe that's why I am less susceptible to to this. That's true. I did ask myself, so um, we've talked about mask stuff and, and a couple of times now. The, the cloth ones are kind of useless. Um, if anything, it's just a maybe a, a social <laughs> pressure at this point because of how... <laughs> what? I mean, I, I, I agree. I was laughing because I saw a TikTok where they were testing out different masks by blowing a candle out with the mask on mm-hmm. and the cloth one you they blew the candle out every time. Yeah. It's it's pretty pointless. Um so I decided to be responsible as I think I've been all along, as responsible as one can be. And I, I went to Home Depot and I got some of the surgical masks and I got mm-hmm. uh some of the N ninety five masks. Mm-hmm. Um and then I'm like so the surgical mask useful. Like today, when I went into uh, Monette's, put it on. You know, tight quarters in there, and uh, I, I I put it on. It's a situation like that that I got that that for. The other one, it's basically like if the entire Greek alphabet hits the fan, mm-hmm. I'll I'll use because other than that, I'm like, where am I going to wear these things? I don't see anybody for a transmissible period of time all day, like. The gym. I'm not. I'm not within 16 feet of people, and I'm not going to lick the treadmill or a weight. Like I'm literally not around anybody where I could get it. Yeah, maybe save it. I like. I still wear. I know that this is ridiculous. I wear the cloth masks because they keep my face warmer in the cold, and they match my outfits. Like. So I wear the cloth masks, but I will totally put a blue mask on, like a surgical mask, and then put a cloth mask on over that. Just so, like today, Thomas tried to steal my mask, and I was like, absolutely not. It matches my outfit. M- move on. Buzz off. You know? <laughs> but yeah. that's because I'm ridiculous. So. Um, okay, so there's enough COVID for the day. Let me throw the evergreen thing at you. Okay. And I forget where this arose from. It was within the last month or so. Um, when it comes to something you enjoy, mm-hmm. restaurant, music, clothing, um, anything that you have an appreciation for, an affinity for. Okay. Are you able to separate the artist from the art? And, and when I say that, I mean like when the artist has done some pretty reprehensible things. <sighs> It depends. It, I mean, it depends. Cause if we're talking about, I like, okay, this is a very good example. Thomas loves R. Kelly. Loves R. Kelly. Great, great example. I loved R. Kelly. Loved it. Played Ignition all the time, the remix. I have a hard time listening to R. Kelly. And Thomas, when we were trying to find our first dance song, he tried to pick an R. Kelly song. And I said, 
over my dead fucking body. Like, and I hardly want his music to be played at my wedding. Like, I have a hard time listening to it. It grosses me out completely. Yeah, I think we've done a good job. Like, my business has done a good job of making him persona non grata. <laughs> um, and all he had to do is be a little more remorseful instead of yelling at Gail. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. That's, that's a great example. My go-to one from back in the day is is Chris Brown, um, where that was before like Twitterverse really took over things. But when he got into the when he smacked or whatever the hell he did to Rihanna, we still you know, don't really know to this day. Um, but there's a lot of examples of that, and I really can't think of the big example that that, that struck this with me. I'll I'll give you one thing. Um, I'm not going to say the name, but there is a person that owns an establishment that I like here. Uh-huh. And I think we might have conflicting views. Um, I, well, with Mama Mary's, uh, one of the guys, we definitely have conflicting views. Uh-huh. But I still ate the pizza. Um, <laughs> then there was another, there was another place. Um, the guy that I referred to a moment ago. He definitely says some strange things on social that maybe I wouldn't say. Like, I'll say it on my my own pages because those are, like, you know what you're going to expect. Like, I'm not violating anybody's expectations. Right. But I'm not going onto a 13 ABC page going, like, I hope all the Trump people die. Um, Right. But this person has me wondering, like, should I go to their establishment anymore? And I'm like, "Eh, I like the stuff. I can can compartmentalize really well is what, what I'm getting at. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. That's a little different. Like, if we know that there was a local establishment owned by like a local guy that is very like loud, you know, via his socials, his or her socials, and they're going around using terms like sheep and in in Victra or whatever that medication is called and Invermectin. uh, Invermectin and um, election conspiracies. I don't know. And then using terms like sheep, you know, I don't know if I could. I don't think I could. I don't think I could go back. You know, Um, I don't look into it enough. But if I were to catch wind of it, I probably would stop using that said service. Vinny, I were talking about. um, So. Don't think I'm nuts. I already do, but it's okay. Don't think I'm that kind of nuts. Um, I uh, stumbled onto the Seacrest show today uh, on his L.A. station. And uh, he had Fareed Zakaria on. Oh, uh-huh. Like, I was kind of shocked. Um, I guess he was on there to, to promote his upcoming show. I don't know what it was about. But he threw something interesting out there. And it probably doesn't mean anything right now. Um, but... He was talking about um, inflation when it comes to, and inflation is something that everybody is now all too familiar with, but he talked about the kind of inflation like making things here in America. And um, like that's what I think the average person wants. Mm-hmm. The not so average person goes, um, if you make them here, the cost of production is probably going to double. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I think about it. Um, and it's just something to consider amid all this inflation stuff. Probably not in, a, in effect right now, but maybe down the road. If you want those jobs back here, costs will go up. So I got to talking to, to Vinny, and we were talking about our shoes. Our, <laughs> our, 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 our Nikes. 
Oh, God. And he, uh, I don't want to offend him. Not that I could, but I, maybe I could. But Vinny's Asian. Um, and someone, somewhere he knows is where there's probably a Nike sweatshop of some kind. Mm-hmm. He, he mentioned, uh, he mentioned that a couple of uh, Nike products have, like shoes have gone up. Like he's noticed that they've gone up like 10 bucks recently each. I have not. He noticed that. And I was like, those motherfuckers over there unionize? Um, but, Good for them if they did. Um, fine, we'll pay you 78 cents an hour. <laughs> like, that's one of those things where I can compartmentalize. And it's because I don't have to watch it. It's not in front of my face. But I can compartmentalize. Like, if we move that over here and all of a sudden, like, shoes I would buy went up like 30% because Bob... In South Toledo, had a job. I I might not buy it anymore because it's just too expensive. But I can compartmentalize some of the atrocities that are happening. And every by the way, if you're if you're giving me shit right now, you better throw your fucking Apple phone away, asshole. Um, I'm not. I'm not. Kidding. Not not you. But somebody's like <laughs> Eric. You immoral, unethical asshole. You are everything that you're everything that I thought you weren't. Well, guess what? Look in your closet and then and then come back and talk and look at some of the other prices, items you buy and have the same evaluation there and see where those things are made and who's making them. And then we can have a conversation. It just depends on what I like. I agree. I think we choose what we want to um, look away from, you know, and I mean, nobody's intending to like blindly support. So we're not like trying to, you know, if we eat Chick-fil-A, we're not eating because we support their like anti like lgbtq views um it's just really fucking good chicken another great great example but i haven't had chick-fil-a in a long time and once that canes opens up i probably won't go to chick-fil-a at all anymore for the record i'm sure there's something abhorrent that they do within their corporate structure i hope not good lord i hope not i hope not but i will but there are things like that my mind and body just naturally cannot get past um, I found it to be in like music, um, in TV. So like what I watch compared to what I won't watch anymore, what I listen to and what I can't listen to anymore. Like I, like I said, I cannot listen to a lot of R. Kelly at all. I can't think of another artist, but I know there's some like, oh, uh, Baby. Yeah. Have a hard time with Baby. Um, cause he's such a bonehead. Like, I'm like, I don't want to support this at all. Um, oh God, there's what? just some things that really rub me the wrong way and I can't get with it. Hold on one second. I got to cut a, cut a traffic report, but we'll come back to this momentarily. Uh-huh. We have an accident for 75 westbound right before exit 14 stop and go going back to Talmadge. Also ramp restriction 75 northbound at 475 where crews are on the right shoulder and it's blocked for maintenance. That's your cumulus Toledo right now traffic. Um, R. Kelly and Chick-fil-A are phenomenal examples. Um, I, and I'm glad you came around to it. Like, I like to say that um, sometimes I'll take my moral compass and put it in my pocket <laughs> to, to, to save some money here because, God damn, that pizza is so good. Um, and this comes back to something from a couple of weeks ago. I was, I was thinking how all of, our, all of our decisions are mostly driven by money. Um, right. Because few people are able to uh, put corporate concerns aside or anything like that and just and pay whatever the price is. 
mm-hmm. um, like the, the shop local stuff. Like sometimes it just it's it's better for time and money to go to Kroger, or Walmart, as much as your soul dies a little bit, rather than some other places. And I think if people took a larger, more universal view at this, um, or I, I don't actually know what you could possibly buy, where if you if you like looked up who's selling you what, whether it's a smaller business or a big business, like you too might have to put your moral compass away, and you might already be doing it without knowing because. I don't know what goods you can buy that are completely holistic and great for the planet. Everybody's got warts, unfortunately. I think also, like, if if I'm speaking about something work-related, and I'll say it without saying it, like, some of the work we do is connecting people to resources, and there's some resources and there's some things that people need that are, that there's some resources that I will make sure I'm not connecting. Like I will always connect someone to a resource, but if there's like a company or an organization and I don't jive with their views, or I know that they have practices that I feel like are not helpful or are not great to the, you know, to the health of the person I'm working with, I won't refer them. So like if they have business practices that I'm like, this is just not aligned with what it should be, you know, it's, I'm less likely to work with them. You know what I mean? I'm less likely to refer to them. I'm more likely to refer to others. You know, they're at the bottom of the list. That seems thoughtful and logical, though. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the debate, the scale, would be if it was like what we were talking about, like food or another quality product. Like, what if you knew, let's say we have a mentally ill person, okay? Uh-huh. We know lots of them. Let's say that this person is best going to this particular place, but that place has some warts, like some ugly ones. I can't think what they are off the top of my head. Um, I got a great one. Okay. They are diehard Trump people. They are QAnon. They are conspiracy theorists. They, they would have... They would have gone to the to the Capitol on January 6th if they weren't booked up with clients that day. But they can help you with this particular mental illness. That's if, that's that's the scale. If there are other if they if they there are not the only ones in the there area. Aren't. There are there are the, they're the best one. You know that this person will get positive results in their life from that person after they're off their QAnon websites. Yeah, see, this is the debate. This is the, this is the decision. Damn you! I would I send them there. Like, I obviously that's a personal view, not a not a practice. You know, everything is a personal view. Yeah, I don't love it. Now, if it was their personal view and it was brought over into their business view, like if they were hosting like Trump events there, or I'm sorry, QAnon events. I won't. <laughs> say, I'm going to separate. I'm going to separate the two. Um, but if they were hosting like. QAnon style events there or if they were pushing QAnon style practices I'll give an example from and this is from direct experience and it's my own personal experience with people in my life but there was a time where there was like medical advice you know doctors medical advice was like they were questioning that and they said no I don't know if that's a good idea you should do something like this and it was mm, it was very heavily assumed that it was coming from those QAnon style platforms. So none of that. None of that. It's, um, it's completely separate. Okay. 
All right, then I, then send them send them over. Yeah, yeah, and, and these are the ethical decisions that we have to do. And if you want some homework, look in your closet, look in your kitchen, look at the tag on your clothes of things that you absolutely love, and then go sniff up the tree, the corporate trees of where you're buying these things. And you might feel a little hypocritical for yelling at me a couple of minutes ago when I was like, I hope those kids in Asia didn't unionize. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> now, um, no, that's a completely different discussion for a different day. I mean, but the, uh, separate the art from the artist. It's, it's, it's a challenge, but um, I can't I, though. I can't, but I can't with like R. Kelly. Why can't no, I? No, no, you're right. And and guess what? Neither can I. This is and this to me is different. And I think this comes into our personal tastes, um, <laughs> because black and white. What Chris Brown and R. Kelly did. Well, R. Kelly had a it was it was a pattern of behavior. Although it was conditioning. It was terrible. I, I guess I can't compare the two, so I'll say it this way. I have made sure to retire Ignition and anything else from anywhere I ever work, here, at Q, wherever else, my playlist, just because, obviously, it, it was what you said, but, like, it makes my skin crawl. Yeah, Because, same. like, what, he was peeing on 14-year-olds? He was peeing on 14-year-olds. He was locking them up, 16-year-olds, like locking them up in rooms while he was in other rooms with friends and family and women. He was conditioning them, forcing them to do things. Like, I think they wore chains. Like, just complete. Like, I cannot. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I, can't, I just can't. You know what's crazy? So far as I can tell, there was no discussion or debate across my industry um, to take that stuff off the air. I think everybody silently just did it because it was so embarrassing with what he did with Gail. Yeah. They just they just took the stuff off and maybe some hip-hop stations sprinkle the stuff in here and there. But, like, literally, he is persona non grata. He is gone. Uh, I... with, with the baby, maybe because he had more current stuff, it was a little bit more of a discussion, at least. I think, though, that... Well, yes, with the baby, but... Um... I haven't heard, I take that back, I've heard him on the radio and other songs, but I know very quickly he was featured on a song with Dua Lipa, and then they changed it to use only the version without his feature. Um, kind of yeah. like if it was played on Radio Disney, but they didn't have the rapping on it, <laughs> they played that version. We took him, <laughs> out. We took him out too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it was like that version played, but... Um, like, I probably could listen to DaBaby if I wanted to, and I wouldn't have, like, an issue with it. But I'll give another example on, like, television. So I watch a lot of news. Um, and um, Jeffrey Tubin on CNN. Let me look uh, him up. Uh, I know the name. <laughs> Do you not want me to tell you what happened? Is this the guy that got caught masturbating? Yes. I cannot. And I'm not – I don't think Jeffrey Tubin is abhorrent. I actually kind of like him. I think something really unfortunate happened, yes. but, but I cringe, and so I turn it off anytime he's on. Now all you think of is when you see him, of him jerking his dick off. <laughs> I get it. Like, it's just a visual. Like, I, there are just some visuals and things that we can't process. Like, I can poorly rationalize the Chris Brown-Rihanna incident, um, but you, you're right. With stuff like that, like it's you know what? It, you can't unsee it, even if you didn't see it. <laughs> it's just like what I, I 
What? I feel like Roseanne, Roseanne Barr, like also the dumb shit she said. I don't think I could entertain her and her comedy anymore. Like I won't find it funny. In a more superficial way, as we like bring this back. Do you remember when Carl, you know who Carl Lewis is? The, no. The, the Olympian? No. Okay, never mind. I'll use another example. I, as like... I've literally taken this to, to the lowest common denominator. And that I can't think of it shouldn't detract from my point. You remember the convenience store? There was a black guy and a white guy. And the white guy was talking shit to the black guy. Like, he probably dropped an N-word or something. And then the black guy had, like, a monster drink in his hand, and he clocked him. Oh, he had a, a, he had a, a ice, hard, hard iced tea. Right. Like, I can never look at that brand in the same way without watching that white dude get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> And I think they mark. I think that they like took advantage of that. Yeah. yeah, agreed. So, did you see the Kodak Black video? No. Alexandria. What happened? You know who he is, right? Yes, a rapper. Yeah, he has a terrible song. He's like one of these rappers. I don't understand what they're saying. Um, so he is. Uh, he's a big South Florida guy. Went to a Florida Panthers game the other night. I think he was on a date or something. So then he, they, they, they were down by the glass. Then, um, because he is who he is, and there's not many people at those games, he, uh, he was in a suite with this woman. Uh-oh. And uh, some people, a girl from across the arena got some video. It looked like he was fucking her. Um, it absolutely looked like he was fucking her. Their clothes were on the whole time, and it turns out that they were just Twerking. They were just twerking. But it sure as hell looked like looked like dry humping and sex. And, I mean, uh, the, the way we used to dance back in the day at, like, basement parties, like, that wouldn't shock me if, that, if that's what it looked like. I mean, I'm ashamed. <laughs> I'm ashamed of myself. Yeah, you should and watch, some people still dance that way. You should watch the video and try to decide for yourself, like, what you would, would have thought without knowing what actually happened um, and that they... The conclusion was different than from what others thought, and it was uh, it led to some really funny tweets. One of which was uh, it was some sports broadcaster guy. He said something along the lines of like, "Man, the one thing I really hate about hockey is when they overturn a score." <laughs> what? Like it went from it was sex, but no, no, no. What? After further review, it wasn't sex. It was just twerking. Oh, God. So they overturned the score. Interesting. Ba-dum, ba-dum. Um, what are your uh, plans for the upcoming days? <sighs> Nothing. It's going to be pretty quiet around here, it, it, and that's intentional. I'm going to try to relax for the rest of the day. I have some work stuff to do. I came home, but I still came home to work. Just I'm in a pitch black room, so my head doesn't hurt. And... um. Tomorrow's Friday already. Indeed. Any week, yeah. weekend plans, things you want to watch or anything like that? <laughs> no. No and no. I like life is boring at the moment, which I'm fine with. Yeah. Um yeah. No. I'm super super thankful that after a couple of bone chilling days, you've had a couple of mild days. The dogs Isn't were Isn't that a shame? I know. I know. The the dog my the therapist today was looking outside. She's like, "It's so gray." I'm like, "It's 40. I can tolerate this. It that's I didn't even wear a coat today. Like I wore like a thick 
um, winter sweater with like one of my flannel jackets over it. And I was fine. Um, and I like, that's such a shame that we come outside. It literally, we came outside this morning and I was like, Oh, it feels kind of nice outside. It was 30 degrees. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. like, Oh, this is great. A thousand percent yesterday. Uh, when the dogs were delighted, but stunned that they went past the driveway on, on the leashes. Um, I said the same thing. It was 10 o'clock in the morning and I'm like, God, it feels really nice. And then it clicked in my brain. I'm like, it's 31. But when you do the math, that's 20 degrees higher than where it was. Yeah. If you do 30 to 50, white people like myself are in shorts. I'm sure Todd can come on and explain why why this happens. But Jade and I were having a conversation today because we both had headaches. So this was before I left work. And she says, you know, I have a headache too. And I said, this happens to us every time there's an extreme change in temperature. Um, Because there's there's pressure in the air or something. And so we recently had like seven degree days. And now it's like it was 38 degrees at the time. I think it got up to 40 today. If it's still, it might still be up to 40. Um, But then it's going to change again. So I know we still have, we're only at the 13th of the month. And we still have, you know, I think another week or so left, like the weather's going to switch again and it's going to go back into the single digits and I'm not looking forward to it. I uh, I came across a list in the blade today of the best sledding hills in the metro parks and city city parks. We should go do one. You have a better chance of me doing something I don't want to do, which is going sledding. Um, I said on the air, like... Here's all. Here's all these great hills. I hope we don't get. I hope we don't get any snow to use any of them this year, because that's how I feel. <laughs> no, I bet we will. Oh, it'll absolutely happen. But hey, if here's my, I'm in this this gray area right now. Like, we've had a very mild, friendly, manageable winter so far. That that could foreshadow a mild winter. Or on April 20th, I'm going to be shoveling a path for the dogs. (laughs) That or, I don't know though. I am still convinced that like our winters, again, you think I'm insane for this, but I get so excited once the holidays pass because we're essentially in the spring. Like the spring is like two months away, you know, if that makes any sense. Like it will literally be spring in two months. On the calendar, Um, but not in the atmosphere. But I think that our seasons in the Midwest where we live are changing. So like summers, we know the summer's going further into the year. Winter is starting later. And then like that, like long-term endless cold and, and snow is clustered into like January, February. And then in March, it begins to be a little like bipolar March, early April, it's like a little bipolar. And then by mid-April, we start to warm up and then we hit like the summer. And some springs, it's hot as hell. Like I I think a couple years ago, by the end of April or maybe by middle of April, it got warm and it didn't get cold again. Like it was just hot. And this was the hottest summer on record, like ever, right? And the ocean as well. The the planet's on fire. Um, Yeah, it's a dumpster fire. It it really is. Um, (laughs) I I agree. Like everything has shifted. So you you planted a seed in my head. So I'll call call January, at least what it's been, Mm pre-winter 
February, winter. Winter. March, still winter. Uh, April, post-winter. May, bipolar. <laughs> three no. days in June. Three days in June, spring. Then the three days after that until the beginning of September, summer. Hello. You're, wel- you're welcome. Yeah, 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 okay. Um, I have to go. I have work things to do. Boo. All right. I will, uh, I'll text you. Okay, love you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.